welcome to the latest episode of the Rachel Unpack podcast. I am your host, Rachel Medina. If you don't know who I am, and I'm, I'm an entrepreneur, I'm a mom, I'm a friend, <laughs> I'm a woman, I am a Christian. There's all these things, right, that we can say, I am. Uh, my favorite title is, though, uh, I am a person who is um, looking to help others reach their goals, how to CEO their lives, really sort of shift their mindset, retrain themselves and unprogram some of the stuff that they've been conditioned to believe. So if you are joining the show for the very first time, welcome to the Rachel Unpack podcast. You can follow me on social media at Rachel Medina 101. You can also join the Facebook group RM 101. If you're on Clubhouse, give me a follow. And oh, and you can also go to my website, rachelmedita.com, and you can enter your email so that you can register for alerts for the super highly affordable courses that I'm going to be releasing that will give you step-by-step guides to side hustles, passive income, and a lot of the stuff that we have been learning here on the show. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Okay, let me get right into it. I have this amazing book. What's it called? The uh, 100 to 0 Principle. And in this book, it has various quotes from different people. And I wanted to go ahead and do an episode on this one particular quote that I saw, because although it's a relationship building um, book, um, it's business relationships, but it's so funny because it kind of can be played also on the You Deserve Fresh Lettuce podcast. I co-host my friend Delia regarding marriage, divorce, relationships, and all that fun stuff. If you're looking for marriage and relationship advice beyond what I shared in season one, you are going to want to move over to that show. Let me tell you, we get really, we drill down on them topics. <laughs> we have a good time doing it too. We even drink some tequila, even though I'm a self-proclaimed non-drinker. Guess what? It is like out the window on that show. Okay, so here's the quote that inspired this uh, episode. Some of the biggest challenges in relationships come from the fact that most people enter a relationship in order to get something. They says they're trying to find someone who's going to make them feel good. In reality, the only way a relationship will last is if you see your relationship as a place that you go to give and not a place you go to take. Anthony Robbins. Okay, Tony Robbins doing the thing right there. Let me tell you, I absolutely love that quote. It stopped me in my tracks, even though I picked up the book for a totally different reason. It made me stop what I was doing. Come on over and record this podcast episode for you because not only is that relevant in your personal relationships like your marriage and, you know, dating or whatever it is, um, it is 1000% true. Again, we'll probably be talking about that as soon as I share that with Delia on the other show, You Deserve Fresh Lettuce. You can actually follow that show at YDFL Podcast on Instagram. But in business, oh my gosh, when you are trying to navigate through life and grow your income and connect with people, high-level people, movers and shakers, or just people that you admire, you are going to have to really keep this in mind. It actually reminded me of my very first ad job. I actually tell this story a little bit on my website, rachelmedina.com. Uh, in my bio. But here's the thing. When I had my first ad job, my very first big sort of career job was um, in the ad business, I should say, was at AutoTrader. And if you're familiar with AutoTrader Magazine, AutoTrader.com. So that was me, umpteen, 20 whatever years ago under a wonderful woman who was the owner of the division that I um, reported to. 
And she was so funny because she really took me under her wing in, a, in an ocean, <laughs> a warehouse full of men, um, a bunch of clients that were men, you know, dealer owners and stuff like that. And she was like, look, you know, first and foremost, you know, you're, you're nervous about selling. Um, you're nervous about asking them for money. You're nervous about walking in and asking for their time. So uh, clearly I had an issue with taking from people. And she identified that really quickly because apparently she herself had struggled with that really early on in the beginning of her launching her amazing publication. And it really resonated with me when she was explaining this. Um, And obviously reading this quote just kind of really brought that to light because she said, if you go in to an appointment to meet with a prospective client, a cold call, whatever you want to name it, and you're going in and you are dialing that number, whatever it is, because you need to make a sale, like you have to pay your bills. Like if you don't get that sale or you don't get a sale today, you are going to die type of anxiety, which is where I was at um, for lots of reasons. One of them, my husband was like, I don't know. He was just like so against me working and all this kind of stuff. So ultimately she said that to me. She said, but if you flip it, if you flip that energy, if you flip that mindset and you really pay attention to what you're doing, you are there to give them something that is incredibly valuable. You're going to give them something that's going to transform their business. It's going to generate leads, bring them buyers instead of shoppers. It's going to completely like propel their business and in turn for them accepting this amazing opportunity that you know you're offering she said you're gonna get a commission you're gonna get a cut you're gonna get a cut not a cut of every dollar that they make which is gonna far exceed you know the dollar that I make from selling the ad but I'm gonna get a cut of every dollar they spend right um in order to receive that benefit It was just super powerful. As soon as I shifted my mindset from taking, from knocking on doors to take something from them, in this case, time or money, you know, switching it to, I am here bearing gifts. I know, I know what you're thinking, right? Beware of Greeks bearing gifts. (laughs) I get it. I get it. I get it. I was a USC girl. Oh my gosh. Let me tell you, but listen, At the end of the day, it is so true. As soon as I shifted my mindset, I was pretty young, 23 years old. I shifted it and I was like, okay, you know what? Each dealer I'm walking up to, I am walking up to with confidence. I mean, people I'd never even met before walking into a busy, you know, lobby where they're just trying to sell cars or answering phones. And I'm there to see the owner, the GM, manager, et cetera. And you know what? I did so confidently because I came bearing gifts you know, my, my, my sales bag was, was not a sales bag that was going to take money from them. It was a basket of awesome value and gifts, right? And so that is how I approached everything. And every person that would say, yeah, no, he's not available. Or I'd walk into the GM's office and he'd waste my time or just be like, no, I'm not interested or whatever. You know, it really, didn't phase me. It was like, whatever, like they're missing out. It was like their loss. Ladies, you know what I'm talking about? Like when you are dating someone and it seems like it's going good and even you might've thought to yourself, oh, you know, I'm kind of stepping 
down a little bit with this guy, but he's really sweet or whatever. And then next thing you know, he kind of like disses you or kind of acts indifferent with you. And then you're like, what? Oh no, his loss. <laughs> so at the end of the day, it's kind of like that, right? If you can shift your mindset, um, with regards to the give and take, you are going to like significantly change your entire trajectory of your relationship or your business or your sales results. Um, always, always, always like keep your eye on the value that you're giving. And you're going to hear this everywhere. Offer value, increase the value. What kind of value do you give? But it's sometimes just as simple as the mindset and you, it starts with you and like your head and like the real estate that's going on in there and really like quieting down and lowering the volume on the negativity in your mind and the fear in your mind and raising the volume on the value that you offer. Maybe it's knowledge that you offer. All they have to do is get on the phone with you for five minutes and they're going to learn something that can help them that they wouldn't have learned had they not taken your call. I mean, you got to just like break it down to that level where it is an absolute gift for them to answer the phone and take your call. Like you, every time it goes to voicemail, you leave a voicemail, great. You need to be thinking, wow, they really missed this opportunity to speak to me and learn something, you know, from me. Granted, if there's a psychologist on the outside looking in, they might say that I am teaching people how to be narcissists <laughs> and have inflated, inflated views of themselves. But, you know, at the end of the day, it's not that you're better than it's not like you're the the ish, as they say, it is that you have a gift and you are taking your time to essentially choose them to receive this gift. And I say gift, even though they have to pay, because at the end of the day, they're going to, if you're doing your job right and you truly have value and all this stuff, the results will show up. The results, the results will show up at, you know, at any point, um, early on. And then you can be like, see, see, aren't you glad? Aren't you glad you took my call? Aren't you glad you answered that door and took that meeting? And that's the mindset you have to have. So when I hear, you know, the quote, you know, they're trying to find someone who's going to make them feel good. That's a taking action. You know, that's like you going in and going, oh my God, I'm going to go into this account. I'm going to go into this dealership right now. And I am going to take a thousand dollars from them. Like that. Yeah. You know, you'll, you'll get somewhere at some point, you know, Jordan Belford style or whatever, which, Hey, you know, he got indicted, but <laughs> whatever. At the end of the day, you want to feel good about what you do, but you want to also just lean into your value. If you're a person that's similar to me where you just, oh my God, you just can't even bring yourself to get to a place where you're taking things from people, then you need to shift it to what you're giving them. And that also, though, comes with a little caveat. You want to also be mindful of your time and your energy. And there are essentially energy suckers in the world. And there are people that are going to identify if you're a giver and they're going to go to you and just drain you because they know that you're really kind and that you don't want to be mean or awkward and like turn them down when they're asking you for help and all these kinds of things. So you want to just keep your guard up or your at least not your guard up. I hate to say that because no, at least keep your eyes open. Just be aware, right, of who's trying to leech from you and who's really ready to invest in you because that's what it boils down to. It's a give and take. So you come bearing gifts, but who is out there that is willing to invest in you? And just like any investors, you know, they need they need to be pitched. They need to be shown the the 
the value proposition. They need to be shown the benefits of working with you, not just the service you're offering, not just the product you're offering, but the the value and the benefit of working not just with you, but your organization. See, because here in the business that we built, um, in the home improvement sector, media sector, you know, it's, it's not, we went from like, oh, you know, teaching reps to be this high value point of contact for the clients that would be this amazing, you know, benefit to them to work with each and every one of those because they were so talented and experienced. However, when we shifted that dialogue and that mindset and that psychology and energy to it is, there's a tremendous value in working with the company we really saw a massive uptick in our results and in our yes ability, (laughs) our ability to get yeses. And what I mean by that is when somebody, you know, buys an ad from us or partners with us in business, they're not just getting me. They're not just getting, you know, Deneen or, you know, or whoever's, you know, is on the team, Lisa, they are getting the team. They're getting all of us. So they're going to get the rep, you know, to explain what the products and services are and what the ultimate value is available there. Um, then they're going to get our art director, right? Who basically is going to work with them one-on-one on their ad design, on all their creative, their marketing assets, you know, digital assets and things like that. And they're going to have an exchange of information and dialogue and they're going to learn some things from him because our art director is working with all the contractors. <laughs> basically, all of us work with all the contractors at some point or another. So to be, so, for example, a contractor that comes to us, you, you know, you can pick our brain in a simple 20 minute conversation and we're going to tell you what's working for others. We're not going to tell you who, you know, it's working for, but we're going to tell you what's we're, we're seeing that's working and what's not working. So there's a tremendous value with working with us. If you work with, you know, for example, Denine, you know, is our admin. She's going to make sure that your billing is scheduled. You have your invoices, um, you know, that everything is good to go. We're not double book, you know, double billing. We're, we're not bringing their competitor on when the agreement says we're not going to do that. A bunch of things like that, right? And so, you know, then there's, for example, Adrian, you know, who makes sure that all of the social media is planned out. Not the social media, sorry, the, um, the web, oh my gosh, the e-blast, the e-marketing, the e-blast marketing is all done. The web content is done. And so, and then we have social media on and on and on. So when they come with us, when one of our reps contacts, for example, you know, a contract or a pool construction company or design firm or whatever, and they think they're just, oh my God, here's another salesperson calling me. Oh my God, what are they going to say? That sales, that sales rep, is our representative. They are essentially the first impression for all of us. And they have to have the ability to convey, guess what? I come bearing gifts and I come bearing access, unique access to this phenomenal team of experienced, talented, um, value-packed, but also down-to-earth, kind, fun, you know, helpful team of people, professionals Gosh, that's like sometimes they fall in love with that access um, more than, you know, the ad or the, whatever the program is that they're not too impressed with. And so you have to really look at that. Sometimes maybe your product is like, uh, maybe your product is just like everyone else's product. And you got to look and go, OK, but what makes me stand out? Am I servicing my clients in a slightly different high level way or a down to earth way? Um 
And so it's all about leaning back into the giving. What are you giving? What are you giving? I always say I'm a bad friend. I'm especially a bad best friend. I'm like on the record putting that out there. (laughs) It is not a secret. But I'm not a bad best friend for the reasons that some best friends are bad best friends, right? I'm a bad best friend. And I say it openly because I understand that I don't have a lot of time that I invest in my friendships and it's an area of my life that I'm that I am now as I get older working to improve. And the deal is this, it's so easy to like want to get a, you know, invited to everything cuz sometimes it's like, well, I know I'm not going to go to 90% of the things I get invited to, but I want to be invited. It's just about being considered, right? However, The reality is I don't have the right to even want to, you know, expect that or whatever, because I know for myself, I'm not making the investment into the friendship, you know, that, that I should, that the, that the friendship deserves. And so sometimes in life that just happens. And for me, I'm a creative, I, you know, I enjoy for the most part, the work that I do, and I enjoy the people that I do the work with. And, um, you know, in in a lot of ways, my work is a bit of my escape, which is not the most healthy thing in the world. Um, But as I get older, I'm starting to see obviously, there's a huge value in friendships and, and, you know, having the girls and um, the girls nights and all that. But um, it's weird. It's like I had that big time, like in my 20s. And then I kind of really phased out of that in my 30s, and early 40s, because I was just gosh, I just had to get it together and get on my grind. And I wanted to accomplish big things. And I understood that being out on Friday night wasn't the way to do it. Um, I had to be with my laptop and I had to be focused when everyone else was, you know, doing their thing. But in turn, though, I don't get invited to as many things I get, you know, excluded or whatever. And that's okay, because I can't, you know, you can't expect people to give you what you're not willing to give them. And let me repeat that. You cannot expect people to give you what you're not willing to give them. And that is something that we just have to understand. I think it takes us some time to really understand. And I don't want to get too deep into like marriage and relationships because that's for the the You Deserve Fresh Lettuce podcast. Um, But I will tell you, let's just say as an individual, If you're an individual who's a bit moody, you're not very outgoing or affectionate, you don't really trust people, you've been hurt, who knows, you have a million reasons why you're like that. But all of a sudden, like you just know deep inside though, you want someone who's kind, you want someone who can make you laugh, you want someone who's affectionate and opens your door, all these giving type things. Oh my God, can I just tell you? You better start doing it. You better be the one that starts doing it. You better start putting that energy into the world and into the people around you because that's where it starts. The people immediately around you and then whether they reciprocate or not, just get in that muscle memory of giving of yourself, giving of positive energy, giving of your good mood, saying, hey, you know what? I can, I can, you know, make dinner tonight or whatever it is, you know, just, just contributing and giving And then guess what? Laughing and that energy will multiply in your life. It will compound and multiply 10x, 100x in your life versus being in a state of staleness, in a state of like, you know, like a hermit state where you're protecting yourself and you have your walls up. And then all of a sudden you just want someone to like 
throw the 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 lat the rope ladder over the over your walls and climb on over with the rose in their mouths and conquer you. No. <laughs> I mean, come on, let's face it, right? And so in life, you know, we have to put down those walls, step outside and say, hey world, you know, who wants to go to a ball game or who wants to go, you know, hang out at the beach or whatever it is. And I'm not talking about dating. I'm just talking about in general, people in your life. It could be if you're a woman, you know, approaching 50 it could be your own your grown children if you're a grown adult child it could be your parent it could be your neighbor or your friend or whatever so I know for me I always say I'm a bad best friend because I don't prioritize my time in favor of deep friendships like that um and I've had a million reasons and excuses that I've given but at the end of the day it boils down to me and I just don't do it and it doesn't mean that I don't love them or I don't miss them or I don't care about them or I don't like them anymore no 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 if I go silent I just go silent I do remove myself little by little from situations I don't trust or that I'm like really doubtful in but at the same time I realize my behavior is the same whether I'm thinking something shady or I just am busy like with life and work. So just remember when you're hearing that quote from Anthony Robbins, which I love, you know, it's about giving. So if you're in your job and you want a promotion, you can't just say, hey, I've been here five years. Why haven't I gotten a raise? Showing up to work is not giving. You are being paid to show up to work. You're being paid to finish some tasks, okay, within a certain amount of time. If you go far and beyond, if you increase output by 10, 15%, and there are measurable results attached to that extra effort that you put, you are now in a really great place to then have an exchange of benefit to say, I've given you this benefit, I've, I've put in extra hours, I've conducted these, these analysis or these reports, this has then led to a 10% increase in sales or 5% increase in sales to the tune of 1.2 million, whatever it is. And I'm here to present that to you because I would love to be considered, not love in business, but I would like to be considered for a increase, you know? And especially if you've done it for a year or six months or whatever it may be, is sit down and show them that if they reward you, you can do more of that and then actually do more of that. (laughs) I know so many people get their raise and then they're just like, ah, they don't do anything else. They got it. They're cool, right? So at the end of the day, it's about giving of yourself. And so many of us are already just overly exhausted with like the stimulation we get from social media and you know, life happens, you know, people pass away, and that hurts us, or we get sick, and that frustrates us. There's all these things that happen beyond our control. But that's just life. Uh, Honestly, as someone who has lost my own son and people that are so dear, you know, to me, it takes time to heal. And you just go, but you got to be reaching for healing. You can't just be stagnant and sitting and 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 dwelling. You got to even if you're crying all along the way and feeling sad all along the way, just keep putting those steps forward and and be willing to give to the people around you and be willing to give to the people at your job. And 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 a lot of it comes from gratitude. Because if you can really get to a place where like you show up to your job, let's just say you sat in an hour and a half of traffic, you get you're making your coffee at the, you know, at the office and right away it's like, oh, someone's chasing you around with drama and this and that and you got, you know, 15 emails you got or 115 emails you got to respond to and you're sitting there like, oh my God, just key punching. 
and it's meeting after meeting after meeting, you're going to be probably feeling like you dread the place. Like this is just a slow death. If that's you, if you feel like you're suffering a slow death by cubicle or a slow death by meeting, um, you can switch that feeling around because it's going to feel like they're the ones taking from you, like they're taking from you. And you got to switch it around and ask yourself, what value are you bringing today? Today, what value did you bring? Because it's so easy to go throughout the day and like not bring value. You can just go through motions and do the bare minimum just, just to show that you're present, just to show you showed up. And that is like, let me tell you as a business owner, that's the worst place you can have your team. That's the worst place you can have your team. And it's easy to spot it. It's easy to spot it. And as leaders, we will turn the other way for a little while on something like that. But over time, we start to crave someone more dynamic, something better, a uh, better energy, better output, um, you know, more of a skill, more skill. If you are in a position where you can actually be learning about things like SEO or learning about things about like dynamic advertising, you know, learning ways to truly improve the business, not just do the tasks around what it currently is, but truly pulling the business forward and and creating that momentum for the business. I mean, come on, you are then indispensable. You're irreplaceable at that point. Someone that's willing to do that. That's like, there's so much value. And, and listen, I understand and all leaders understand that that is not sustainable long-term. People have burnout, people need breaks, they need vacations and all that. And so you have to, as a leader, encourage people to take those breaks. As a person who's a giver, you need to remind yourself to take a pause and to take a break and to recharge yourself and also to surround yourself with people who understand this principle of give and take and who are willing to also give to you. Okay, so even if you have friendships and every time you meet with them, they're just talking about their whole drama in their life while you're just sitting there like sipping the margarita, that might be fine for you or it might eventually just feel like they're just there to like hog up your energy and your time and maybe they're very negative most of the time and stuff like that. You just got to figure that out because what are they really giving you, you know, and do you want to give something to that person that they're just going to like muddy up? So that's how life is. We have to navigate life and we have to navigate our energy. But when when I read that quote, I understood immediately how that mindset impacted my career, my entire career. So 23 years old, scared to death to even get out of my car and go walk into a dealership to introduce myself and ask for the GM, you know, a person who's usually 20 years older than me, at least at the time was so intimidating. And to go from that scared, like legitimately thinking, I can't do this. I need to go home to my kids. Like, I don't know, we're just gonna have to live off of my husband's, you know, $50,000 a year income, like, you know, and just be in an apartment forever. Like I literally got to that point where I'm like, I what am I doing? Like, I need to just be happy with what he can provide. And it's fine. But I also knew that that's not what was going to be good for our family long term for my children long term. And And I knew my potential. I was just scared. And so you're probably scared. You probably also know your potential. You know, you know. And sometimes when we take a leap forward and then we really show up for ourselves, holy crap, do we surprise ourselves. (laughs) That's where you look back and go, wow, I did that. I mean, there are so many moments I can look back at my career, my life in general. And I go, whoa, 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 I did that, right? 
However, you know, as you move forward through life and you go, gosh, wherever there is lack in your life, meaning you're looking out and you're going, gosh, you know, I want a better partner, but mine is like, da, da, da. I want a better friend because mine's da, da, da. Or I want someone who, you know, who does X, Y, Z. That's just you talking to your, that's like, like, that's the list. You just made the list of things you got to work on for yourself. Like you have to learn to reach out plan the lunch like you need to take initiative you need to like send the cute little note with the starbucks card in it like Deneen is so amazing with that stuff and i even with Deneen who works at my company like i even haven't even like i don't view i know i haven't like invested in her on the level of just human level like that she does she's so thoughtful and, and, you know, I mean, what I tell you, she's, she's just incredibly thoughtful and it's so valuable, but there are times where I'm like, oh my gosh, I should have got this for her. And I just did it. And like, I mean, I'm telling you, I, I, I <laughs> people, she'll probably say, oh my God, Rachel's such a great boss. Like, let me tell you, I don't even consider me or myself her boss, but she'll just say all these things and, and other people might say the same, but I, as a, on a human level, I have work to do. I have work to do. And so I know that this message is supposed to be out, you know, about money and mindset and faith. But let me tell you, you got, you get what you put into it. Like literally life is a big echo chamber. Did you hear me? Life is an echo chamber. Okay. So you are putting your ear up to the chamber because you want to hear something amazing. It's going to make you feel good. It's going to get you excited about life. It's going to give you hope to wake up the next day. That's what you're looking. You're putting your ear to that echo chamber, maybe inspiration. Listen, you're not going to get nothing until you shout in that sucker. (laughs) Until you shout out there, hey, best friend, I miss you. Then you're going to hear, I miss you too. I know, right? I know you. (laughs) It's not exact, but you know what I mean, right? You know, or you're going to, you know, respond to that person that's inviting you to dinner instead of ignoring them like I do. (laughs) That gentleman that's inviting you to dinner in the DMs, it's like, yeah, well, guess what? Instead of that, you can't sit there on Friday night going, boo-hoo, I'm all dolled up and have nowhere to go and I don't have anyone to go with. Listen, we've all been there, right? But let me tell you, all you have to do is yell in that echo chamber, sure, I'll go to dinner with you. Right. And then you'll get a response back that says, cool, how's 7 p.m.? (laughs) That's what life is. It's an echo chamber and we have to put in what we get, you know, what we want to receive. And it's not just about what can I get? It's not just doing to get. It's an energy. It's a flow of energy that happens. It's like a synchronized swimming event (laughs) that takes place. And it's like you just kind of recharge it. Um, you know, it's kind of like how when you have a hybrid vehicle and the gasoline, when you're when you're using the gasoline, it charges the electric part of the car. And when you're low on gasoline, the electric part recharges it. It's kind of like that. Right. And so you just have to keep that in mind. You, anything that you want to get in life, when you, wherever you feel lack, like you are lacking, you are lonely, you are this, you are that. It's not going to come from anybody else. It is not going to come from anybody else. No one's going to knock on your door and solve your problems any which way, financial, romantically, socially, 
physically, you need to be that echo. Like you need to put it out into the world. You need to direct it in the direction that you're hoping to receive it from. And you will start to see a change. Let me tell you, I will be listening to my own episode (laughs) in the coming days because I know I have work to do. I have work to do. So if I have work to do, you have work to do. If you're listening to this podcast and it resonated with you, please be sure to subscribe, like, and share. And please share with your friends when you engage with this podcast by liking, subscribing, sharing, commenting, and all of that fun stuff. It actually boosts the algorithm and it gets it to share it with to other people who need to hear it because it's not going to be shared. It's not going to be heard. It's not going to be seen unless the people listening and hearing it are actually engaging with it and proving to the system that it's worth it. Thank you so much for tuning in. I really appreciate your time. Don't forget to follow me on social media. Go to the website, rachelmedita.com. Sign up for the stuff that's going to be coming. Listen. Have yourself a wonderful, wonderful week. You got this.